EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we are pleased to present our special musical guest, Jamie Willard. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, I am a mother of a young woman who is now in her teens. She is 13, to be exact. She is lovely in every way, funny, kind. However, she isolates. She does not have any friends, and when we have company, she goes to her room and watches TV. Her father and I don't understand her behavior. She has such a pretty face. If she lost a few pounds, she even would be attractive. We have plans to go to a family reunion in a month, and her father offered to pay her $500 to lose 20 pounds. Otherwise, we can't go visit the relatives in Minnesota. They wouldn't recognize her with her extra packaging. Well, she refused. Granny Ada, she even went behind my back and ate a bag of potato chips with onion sour cream dip. I have even tried to motivate her by buying her a bunch of beautiful outfits. I laid them on her bed and told her she could fit into them in a month if she tried hard enough. She said she didn't like the clothes and asked me to take them back. Then she stayed in her room all day long. Her father and I are at our wit's end. What is wrong with our little girl? When she was five, she never gave us any problems. She was thin, social, and presentable. What can we do, Granny Ada? Signed, Without a Clue. Dear Clueless, how delightful. Having a lovely daughter and wanting someone else. This would make anyone shut the door on life. 
Do you even realize what you are doing to your daughter? You are telling her, I love you the way you are. Now change. You are telling her she's an embarrassment to mommy and daddy. You are telling her she cannot go visit family members because she looks like Porky Pig. That is what you are telling her. This is what you and your husband need to do, dear. Stop and for the love of Pete, shut up. Leave your poor, confused young girl alone. My advice to you is to look at yourselves in the mirror and find some inner kindness in your abusive souls. Buy her fashionable clothes that fit her and tell her how nice she looks in them. Don't you dare tell her she'll look even better in them when she loses 20 pounds or I'll personally come over and whack you on the head with my umbrella. The trip will be difficult for her to take since you have done such a marvelous job making her feel crummy. But she will notice that the family doesn't care about superficial nonsense. The reunion is for getting all the family members together. End of story, period. You have a lot of work ahead of you, but your daughter is worth the unconditional love. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Etta. Okay, are there any other matters that need to be brought to the attention of council before we adjourn the meeting? Ah, the council recognizes the village clerk, Mr. Pitnicker. Yes, Mr. Mayor. We still have to discuss the issue of the homeless man who seems to have taken up residence in the building by moving into the revolving door downstairs. You mean the main revolving door coming in the front of the building? Yes, the main door, sir. Well, this is the first I've heard of it. Oh, no, sir, that's not correct. It was brought up at our last meeting, but since you had to leave to get a Swedish body massage, you tabled it until the next meeting, which is today. Right now, sir. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, do we have any details? Apparently, he's made himself quite at home. Can anyone else tell me anything about the homeless man living in the revolving door downstairs? Anyone? Yes, Councilman Squish. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't raise my hand. Uh, sorry, you look like you had something to say, Squish. <laughs> what? Squish. <laughs> Why is everyone laughing? Mr. Mayor, the man's name is Homer. Go! Oh. And, up until recently, was found to be living in a file cabinet on the 33rd floor of the old deserted Enron building over on Smith Street. Why did he move? Apparently, he needed more space. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. File cabinet can get pretty small, you know. Right. The revolving door wasn't being lived in, and it's quite obvious that he's got so much more room to spread out. Uh, where do we stand in the situation right now, Mr. Picknicker? Well, so far, he's shaded off one section, which we believe to be his bedroom, moved in a nice sectional sofa along with a cute little kitchenette in the section just adjacent to that. And the other day, he had a bathroom installed in the third quadrant. I heard it was real nice. Quartz countertops, rain shower, double vanity. Well, what about the fourth area? 60-inch flat screen with a killer homes theater system. Me and the security guard were watching a little Top Gun with him before heading up to the meeting. Man, I'll tell you, when those jets took off, you could really feel it. We're watching Terminator after the meeting. 
There's room in there for a DVD collection? Cable. Streams it on Netflix. Oh, Roku, right. Uh, by the way, how are people getting in the building since he's been living in the revolving door? Side entrance, sir. We have someone out there to direct people until we can resolve this issue. Yeah, I wouldn't like it very much if people were walking through my living room all the time. Especially if I didn't know them. Mr. Mayor, I suggest we do our sworn duty to take care of the problem and put this matter to rest so we don't have to keep dealing with it every week. Very well, I agree. I hereby propose a resolution that a sign be installed in front of the revolving door directing people to use the building's side entrance from now on. All those in favor? Aye! Aye. Opposed? Squish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. Resolution passed. Meeting adjourned. Well, now that we got this wrapped up, I need to give myself a few minutes to check out the homeless guy's new bathroom in the revolving door before the movie starts. You got room for one more? I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it might be a little tight, but yeah, I think we can make it work. Hey, does that kitchenette have a microwave? Sure does. Great, I'll grab a few packets of popcorn from the break room. Hey, meet you down there. So you've been listening to a little bit of Jamie Willard's Sacred and Profane, and I'm very happy to have him in studio with me today to discuss his beautiful music. This is a type of music that, just from the title alone, I know that you are an artist, um, because many of your titles have that uh, type of sadness and have that extra... Uh, negative, robust type of titles to it, which I'm used to. We have many artists in my family, including myself. So tell me about this song, Sacred and the Profane. After I listened to the song, I drew the conclusion that there was an an awful lot of contrast in it between the slower melancholy sections and then the more brisk classical sections. And I come up with the title, Mm -hmm. just as a contrast. So what I'm going to suggest to my audience is put on your warm slippers, sit back, put a blanket on, and drink your hot tea and cocoa because you're going to be listening to some wonderful sounds of Jamie Willard.
To hear the rest of this show, download our new KB Cabaret app. There you will be able to hear all of our new shows, our archive shows, and find the multitude of recipes that our chef extraordinaire has created just for you. You will find our app on Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, or Burberry. Just search for KB Cabaret. That's K B K A B A R E T. We love having you stop by, and thank you for listening to KB Cabaret.